Hello and welcome to the seance room where we discuss everything with the other side. I am your hostess, Miss Hyde. Dr. Jekyll is out for the day, so you have me today. <laughs> That's funny. Anyways, so um, uh, first and foremost, I want to thank uh, all our new subscribers for um, joining the uh, seance room. You guys are awesome, so thank you very much. I also did a interview with Joel Nest of Debunking Conspiracy Theories, where we discussed um, some of the experiences I've had and um, the office ghost. Um, I have a couple videos where the office ghost was very active where I work, um, so he's very annoying sometimes. But anyways getting back to today's topic. Today's topic is about reincarnation. Now, at some given point in our lives, we've always had that deja vu thing going on where, hey, I remember that or, you know, I've been here before. Um, so that's what we're going to be talking about. We're talking about reincarnation. So I'm going to give you some history on reincarnation or some info on reincarnation and then we're going to be discussing some reincarnation stories i have like maybe six or seven stories that i want to read to you of different types so reincarnation is a religious belief that non-physical essence of a living being starts a new life in a different physical form or body after biological death so in other words, you come back to this world in another body. It is also called rebirth or transmigration. Um, reincarnation is the central tenet of Indian religious, namely Buddhism, Hinduism. Now these other ones I'm going to butcher, so don't kill the messenger. Jainism, Sikhism. And then the, um, let's see, in various forms, it occurs as the belief that in many streams of Judaism, in different aspects, and in some belief in indigenous peoples of the Americas, and some indigenous Australians were most believed that the afterlife or spirit world. A belief in the rebirth metamorphosis was held by Greek historic figures um, like Plato, Socrates, some of the great writers. It is also believed that various modern religions, majority of the denominations within Christianity and Islam, do not believe that individuals reincarnate. Particular groups within these religions do refer to reincarnation. These groups include the mainstream historical and contemporary followers of the Druze, Cathars, um, <clears throat> so now let's get into the definition the word reincarnation derives from the Latin literally meaning entering the flesh again reincarnation refers to the belief that an aspect of every human being or living beings in some cultures continues to exist after death this aspect may be the soul, mind or conscious 
or something transcendent which is reborn in in an interconnected cycle of existence. The transmigration belief varies by culture and is envisioned to be in the form of a newly born human being. Now, there have been many different um, psychiatrists who have uh, done investigation on children who claim to have been uh, to remember their past life. So, now this now keep in mind this particular psychiatrist because this psychiatrist actually recall that actually um saw a child in one of the stories that um i have so now over a period of 40 years psychiatrist ian stevenson from the university of virginia conducted more than 2500 case studies of young children who claim to remember their past lives. He has published 12 books, um, uh, Reincarnation and Biology, a Contribution to the Etology of Birthmarks and Birth Defects, where Reincarnation and Biology inter- intersect are two of his books. In his case, he documented that a child's statements and testimony from family members and others often, along with um, collaborated to the deceased person who in some ways seemed to match a child's memory. Stevenson also investigated cases in which birthmarks and birth defects seemed to match the wounds and scars of the deceased. Now, sometimes in his documentation were medical records, autopsy photos, and stuff. Now, he expected controversy and, controversy and skepticism he also um, searched for disconforming evidence and alternative explanations for the reports. But as the Washington Post once reported, in the scores of cases, he concluded that no normal explanation sufficed. Now, um, Sam Harris cited in Stevenson's work um, in his book, The End of Faith, as part of body of the data that seems to attest to the reality of psychic phenomenon, but the only but only relies on a subjective personal experience. Now, skepticism um, played a lot in Stevenson's time. Um, some of the critics of his work included Paul Edwards, who criticized the accounts of reincarnation as being purely antidotal and cherry-picked. He says that such stories are attributed to selective thinking and suggestion and false memories that can result in the families or the research belief systems and thus cannot be counted as evidence. Now, philosopher Keith Augustine wrote in critique that the fact that the vast majority of Stevenson's cases come from countries where religious beliefs in the reincarnation is strong and are rarely elsewhere. Seems to indicate that cultural conditioning rather than reincarnation generates claims of spontaneous past life memories. Stevenson also claimed that there were a handful of cases that suggested evidence um, where hypnosis allegedly conversed 
with people speaking in foreign language, insisted that merely being able to recite foreign words. Um, Sarah Thomas Thompson, um, a linguist and skeptical researcher at the University of Michigan, reanalyzed these cases, concluding that the linguistic evidence is too weak to provide support for the claim. Now, um, let's get into these stories. Let's start with a child's birthmark matched a bicyclist's deadly body. No, not that one. Sorry. A retired fire chief felt emotional link to the Civil War general. When retired fire chief Jeffrey Keene and his wife vacationed in Maryland, he was caught off guard when visiting a Civil War battlefield called Sunken Road. Keene particularly became inexplicably emotional as he entered the field to the point where he thought he was suffering a heart attack. When the physical pain passed, he felt an uncanny connection to the area. Later, he recounted that the incident to the psych- to a psychiatric party, she asked if he believed in reincarnation. He felt the instinct urge to say the words, not yet. Now, while reading a Civil War magazine in his home, he found an article about a Civil War general identified as General Gordon. Gordon had fought in Sunken Road, during the Battle of Antietam. During that battle, he was best remembered for repeatedly shouting the words, Not yet. Upon researching Gordon's life, Keane found more connections between himself and Gordon. Keane had marks on his body similar to the wounds Gordon suffered in war. And on Keane's 30th birthday, he was admitted to the hospital with terrible pain in his jaw. When Gordon was 30, he was shot in the face. An elderly man shocked archaeologists with his knowledge of its ancient city. Now, I find this one quite interesting. For his entire life, Arthur Flowerdew was haunted with inexplicable and vivid memories of a city surrounded by a desert and a temple carved into a cliff. One day, while watching the BBC documentary on television, he saw the city of Petra, Jordan. To his amazement, the city matched the one in his head. After he shared his story with several several people, BBC reporters contacted him asking to put his story on television. Several archaeologists flew to Petra with him. He recognized landmarks with ease, including sites that have not been excavated yet. When presented with ancient device, the purpose of which had baffled scholars for years, he offered a plausible explanation regarding to its use. After seeing a guard station, he recalled that he had died there when he was stabbed with a spear. The experts who accompanied him believed his claims were of reincarnation, doubting someone who was able to fake or fabricate the, the knowledge he displayed. He maintained that he had never studied the city previously and only heard it upon seeing the television. He could possibly have withheld information regarding the education, but many believe it's a true story of reincarnation. Two sisters killed in a car accident. John and Florence Pollock 
were devastating when their twin daughters, Joanna and Jacqueline, died in a car accident on May 5, 1957. The following year, they were thrilled to hear they were expecting, and once again, Florence was carrying twins. The twins, Jillian and Jennifer, were born identical except for Jennifer's birthmarks. She had a birthmark on her waist, similar to the birthmark Jacqueline had, and a birthmark on her forehead that resembled the one of Jacqueline's scars. John and Florence moved away from their old home when their daughters were three months old. John and Florence told Jillian and Jennifer very little of their late sisters, but the girls seemed to share Joanna and Jacqueline's memories. They would request old toys that had belonged to the deceased twins, recognize landmarks when traveling with their parents' former home, and were inexplicably terrified of cars. Upon seeing oncoming traffic, they would shriek, The car is coming to get us! Luckily, by the age of five, these frightening memories mostly vanished away. The girls went on to live relatively normal adult lives. However, their story is still frequently cited as evidence of reincarnation. Uh, let's see. A Midwestern toddler recalls riding Gone with the Wind. From the time he was two years old, a Midwestern child named Lee insisted he had another house, another mommy. But by the age of three, he began saying he was born on June 26th rather than his actual birthday of June 21st. Lee claimed his middle name was Co. He wrote movies for a living and had a daughter named Jennifer. His, his sister asked how old he was when he died, and he promptly replied, 48. Lee's curious parents relayed the titles of several movies to Lee, asking if he had written them. When they mentioned Gone with the Wind, he became ecstatic and eagerly claimed he wrote that film. After a quick Google search, Lee's parents learned the writer Gone of the Wind named Sidney Coe Howard. Howard was born June 26, had a daughter named Jennifer, and passed away at the age of 48. And these, as these details of Coe's life were unknown to Lee's parents, it's unclear how he knew of them. This leaves reincarnation as a plausible explanation. Um, a four-year-old recalled life as a Hollywood agent. In 2009, at the age of four, Ryan Hammonds began waking up, clutching his chest and screaming about how his heart exploded in Hollywood. His mother, Cindy, became intrigued with Ryan when Ryan revealed more details from his former life. He insisted he once lived in a house in Hollywood on a street named with the name Rock's Rock in it, where he had three sons and a friend named Senator Fives. One day, Sydney was going through a book featuring photos of old Hollywood. Ryan peeked over her shoulder and exactly identified one man as George and the other as himself. Sydney contacted a psychiatrist from the UVA Medical Center. Now remember, Ian... Stevenson worked for the University of Virginia and he conducted studies on 2,500 children. And this child was one of those. The psychiatrist verified the man in the photo was a film star named George Raft and the other man was Martin Martin, who died in 1964. Now, upon contacting Martin's daughter, she confirmed Martin was a Hollywood agent 
lived in North on North Roxbury Drive, had three sons, and once met the New York Senator Irving Ives. After meeting with Martin's daughter, Ryan lost interest in the Hollywood memories. He was standoffish at the meeting and told his mother afterward his daughter's energy had changed. The psychiatrist's explanation? Upon seeing people from their past have moved on, reincarnation children gain closure and forget their formal existence. Now, how many of you believe in reincarnation? Um, I think that at some point in, in our life, we believe in it. And it is an intriguing conversation piece, to say the least. Um, I would say it is quite interesting. And it brings up uh, debates and it brings up a lot of um, questions. You know, is there a past life? Is there um, heaven and hell? Is You know, there's a lot of things are, are brought up. But that's today's episode. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, by all means, feel free to hit us up on our social media. It will be linked in the description box. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. If you want to be part of the show and want to share your story, please feel free to email us at whattheparanormal77 at gmail.com. And um, again, I want to say thank you to um, Joel Nest of Debunking uh, Conspiracy Theories for the interview we did during the week. Um, and all the people who listen to him and his program who come over to listen to my um, podcast, thank you very much. Um, and thank you to, to those that have become followers and to the current members. Thank you for sticking around and, and enjoying the podcast. So with that being said, this com- the seance room is now closed. You all stay safe try to stay cool in this California heat wave that we are encountering and I will see you all next time keep it ghosting if you're new to the podcast community and you want to start a new podcast and you're looking for a platform that is user-friendly that has everything you need at your fingertips that won't set any limits that you can earn money, then I would recommend Anchor. Now, Anchor can be used basically anywhere. You could be in your car, you can be laying on the sofa in bed where you can edit, um, record and upload. Um, You can throw in um, soundtracks you can I mean everything is there for you now I use it because like it's user-friendly and um, it is free and I find it really easy to navigate without it being very confusing now most platforms you know before you can even try it out you need to sign up and pick a plan I like Anchor because I don't have to go through any of that.
so I recommend it now if you really want to get into it I recommend you going to your website anchor.fm and you know signing up or you can download anchor.fm from the Google Store iTunes um, and give it a try so don't forget to go to anchor.fm sign up and I'll see you all in podcast community